And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome, welcome to the Barbecue Show. My name is Jake. Alongside my left, I'm Stunt. Yes, uh, thanks so much for joining us. We do appreciate it. Uh, big show today, Stunt, because yeah. a special guest that we've been trying uh, to get for weeks and months and years, uh, Rob Clark from KYC Television, uh, the sports guy. Yeah, excited to have him on. He's on. Uh, he's on my uh, radio show once a week, and he always talks about uh, you know, oh, I smoked a brisket, or I smoked this, or I smoked that, and so I said, you should be on the show. And so it turned about a fair play. Really, all we're doing is guaranteeing we get to do more TV stuff. <laughs> it's all about. Us, obviously. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, we're excited to uh, chat with him and uh, find out what he's been up to and what he is up to. Uh, speaking of that, what have, what have you been up to? Did you do anything fancy last I week? I mean, seriously, this weather has been pretty yeah. pretty hard to deal with. So we can, I mean, obviously 90 degree, 90 degree, 90 degree weather was great. We mm-hmm. grilled some steaks. I made some burgers one night. But then this, that weekend was horrible. This It's just been yeah. rough. So Yeah, we pulled the plug on uh, trying to do anything this weekend. You know, we were gone, danced up. Yep. And then it was like, well, we could do something, but I got to pull everything into the garage because it wasn't just the weather it was the wind yeah you know the wind affects everything when you're trying to do the grilling and, and stuff and so we like to think of ourselves as some strong barbecuers no matter rain wind or yeah. snow but uh there's still a point where you're like ah we're gonna we're gonna hang it up yeah well and uh i will say this though uh, i'll give a little shout out to uh to the missus mrs jake so sunday we said uh, let's forego grilling and instead she did uh, corned beef in the uh in the instapot oh so we did uh, we did our post uh St. Patrick's Day meal. <laughs> and uh, so we did. And, you know, the corned beef is great when it turns out well. And uh, I'll tell you what, if you don't want to smoke your roast, the Instapot is second to none. Uh, but she did this Irish potato thing with hash browns and then cabbage. Really? she's like, will you pick up some cabbage on your way home from whatever I was doing? And so I did. And I just assumed it was going to go with the corned beef. No, it went into these potatoes. There was uh, like hash browns and uh, red cabbage and some cheese. Wow. And it was amazing. It was solid. I mean, you wouldn't think because you're like, eh, what? No, but it was <laughs> it was more of like a potato dish, not right. like a hash okay. brown dish. So, you know, you don't have crispy hash browns and cabbage. That wouldn't work, obviously. But right. it, was, uh, it, was, it was awesome. So, that sounds really good. Yeah. But otherwise, uh, I'm super pumped for some, uh, some decent weather and to get back out on the patio. No kidding. Maybe on Sunday or maybe on Saturday. The Pigskin Barbecue is happening this weekend. Uh, we're not able to cook. Uh, I just, I have other things going on. You have things going on. But we are judging the way yes, it sounds. Yes, huh? we are. And I'll tell you what, you better bring the goods because I'm going hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to take a lot to impress me. Yeah. Uh, I'm jaded. I'm unimpressed by you or whatever. So, uh, no, that should be fun. That's uh, Pigskin. That's up at MSU. That's right. Yep. Uh, home of the Mavericks. Uh, we'll do that. But I don't want to mess around because uh, Rob Clark's uh, waiting impatiently in the wings. You know, those TV guys, they're uh, uh, they're all about schedules. <laughs> Apparently, they do things on time up at their place. Right? right. So, let's not screw around. Let's get to the good stuff, which is, of course, the barbecue, barbecue show tip of the week. week. And with Sick of the Mile coming up, I was been thinking a lot about tacos. I love making tacos and all the fixings out on the flat top, actually. Right. So, no matter what you do, you could, you could uh, smoke the meat. In a, in a Dutch oven, you could smoke the meat in a, or not smoke it, but have it in a crock pot or an Instapot. Uh, whatever you do to get that, that, that roast beef or the pork tendered enough to shred. One thing I'm going to give you for your tip. So if you start it that way, that's where you start it, whatever. Right. When you bring it into the, when you before you serve it, crisp it up a little bit. Put a little juice down, whatever you're going to use, salsa maybe or whatever on that flat top. And let that kind of just sit there and sizzle in it for a little bit. It's going to make an amazing taco. And don't forget to warm up those tortillas before you serve it up. Right. 
brilliant. There it is. Brilliant. You can also ground your beef on there too, and everything else. But yeah. uh, if you're doing like actual, you know, shredded meat and stuff, that is phenomenal. And you don't need one of those fancy taco warmers. You can just throw the tortillas right yes, on the thing. So absolutely. If you have those blackstone taco things, they work pretty because they kind of they kind of they kind of cup it. Yeah. Yeah, they cup it and they hold the shape a little bit, which is kind of cool. So excellent. Uh, yeah. Thank excellent you. tip. Barbecue show tip of the week on the barbecue show is available for sponsorship. Just saying. So Rob <laughs> Clark, uh, television guy. We got a bougie TV guy. He's in makeup right now. We tried to tell him he doesn't need that for radio, but he's a professional and he insisted. So he will join us next on the barbecue show. You're listening to the barbecue show and we'll be right back with more. And now back to the barbecue show with stunt and Jake. All right, we're back on the barbecue show with Stunt Jake. That's Stunt to my left. Thank you. And to my left is our guest today. As promised, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend. Wow. Rob Clark, KUIC television sports guy. What an introduction. It's the way it's the way we you. do it. Yeah, we like introductions <laughs> around here. First of all, welcome, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Outstanding. Well, listen, this has been a long time coming, as we mentioned uh, in our opening segment. We've been trying to get you on. It never works out because the only guy busier than us turns out is you. <laughs> At least during the fall and winter. Right. During the spring and summer, though, things kind of calm down just a little bit. Exactly. Well, well we're glad you're here. So <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing that how many people we find that come out of the woodwork that are grilling and smoking. Fanatics just like us. And it's an ever growing population. I mean, it, I feel like Pellet Grills really kicked this off a few years ago, and everybody started doing it. But every time I turn around, I meet somebody who's like, I make my own sauces, I make my own spices, I got three smokers as well. And like, we have this bonding moment, and it's always kind of fun. It is pretty, uh, it is pretty crazy. And now we've come full circle because we've been on TV, and now you've been on the radio with us. There you go. So, this is great. Uh, so, Rob Clark, so let's start at the beginning. Uh, where were you born? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what, what's your passion? What's your thing? What do you do? I know because every time we talk uh, on the radio show, it seems like you know you're smoking something over the weekend. So, do uh, stunts backstory. What do you, what do you, what do you use? What do you got for tools and? What toys? got you into it? So when I first started, I moved here eight years ago, and when I got my first house, I was like, I need a grill. I need a smoker. Right. But of course, didn't have much money, so yeah. get just your basic charcoal grill. And then it just kind of experimented with that. Started out with the basics, just doing some steaks and all that. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I can try doing a brisket on here. And just, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a grill, but I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it. So, you know, we kind of did the offset thing yep. and just made it work. Did not turn out the best. And then I was like, you know what? I, I need. So I went out to Menards, got an electric smoker. And then I was like, okay, this is, this is good. And right. then about two years ago was when I first got my first pellet grill. And that was when everything kind of took off, where I started experimenting with everything, doing the briskets, the pulled porks, the ribs, doing some pizza on there, and, yeah, and all that nice, stuff, nice, doing nice. the pies and, and all that stuff. So it's, uh, it, is, it is kind of uh, addicting that way. Um, you want to tell them about the charcoal, the Weber kettle, or should I? <laughs> you go ahead. You, why don't you give your opinion on what you think of the Weber, of the Weber kettle? Weber kettle is the ballpoint pen of grilling. <laughs> You know how sometimes you need a Sharpie, sometimes you need a yep. highlighter, sometimes you need the big chisel tip Sharpie? Yep. You can do almost anything with a ballpoint pen if you do it right and take your time. You can do all those same things. And so everybody should have a Weber kettle charcoal grill in their, in their toolbox because that is the, it's the perfect go-to for everything. It's the best way to kind of learn how to do everything right. and how it works before you graduate to that electric or yeah. grill. Yeah. Too. So do you still have all three of your grills then? Still have all three. There you go. Still use them all. Uh, 
I do typically use the pellet grill a lot more than the other right. two. That but usually carries a lot of the weight. Yeah, yeah. yep. But uh, especially if we're reverse searing some steaks, uh, I'll get the charcoal going and then take it off from the pellet grill onto there. And okay. That's nice. Like That's a that. good way to do it. So um, for the average Joe that loves to listen to this show, why uh, why do you lean to the uh, the pellet more than the other ones? Is it convenience? Is it uh, flavor? Is it ease? Is it What, what is it? Definitely the convenience. Um, but there were... I started using a smoke tube in there with everything okay. now just because it didn't quite have that same smoke flavor that I was getting out of the electric smoker. So that makes sense. now I just threw in the smoke tube. So typically I'll run uh, hickory and some sort of fruit blend um, through. And then for the smoke nice. tube, I'll usually do mesquite if it's beef or another fruit if okay. it's pork awesome. or chicken. So. Now, do you have a uh, do you have a fancy store-bought smoke tube, or do you make one like out of aluminum foil and leftover parts? It was just an $8 <laughs> one off Amazon. But. All right. <laughs> well, and that's fair. I mean, because we everybody we talk to, it seems like, has a, I don't want to say an opinion, but they're like, well, I, I thought about this smoke tube idea, and then I, I found some tin foil and a, or a, an old downspout or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not a downspout, but you know what I'm saying. Sometimes people experiment and build their own thing. That's last, true. Last week's show was all about a homemade, invented things to improve and uh, enhance your grilling. So, and the smoke tube is underrated, I think. Not a lot of people talk about it. We don't. We don't do a lot of talking about it because it is something that is, uh, oh, if you got a smoker, you got a smoker. You don't need the smoke tube, so people think. But it does, especially pellet smokers are known not to give off as much smoke to your food yep. uh, as electric or obviously offsets do. So, no, that's a good, valid point. I really want to experiment with maybe throwing the charcoal pellets in because I know some people have said that adds that charcoal taste that mm -hmm. you desire with the sure. charcoal grill and all that. Oh, excuse me. What was the learning curve like for you as you, you know, graduate starting with the, with the Weber is, is awesome. And that's a great learning experience. But once you went to the electric, I'm assuming it's a little harder to screw up on that than it is with the pellet. Did you, I mean, did you go through a period of time where, you know, you dried things out and messed it up or did, are you a natural talent? I ruined a lot of pork butts <laughs> okay. before oh, no. I tried the brisket. But my first brisket I did actually turned out pretty good. Nice. So, nice. but again, that was a lot of experimenting with the the pork butts and everything. But the the electric smoker that I got, it doesn't have a temperature dial. It just has your low, medium, high. So, kind of tweaking that a little bit right. to figure out what the sweet spot was. <laughs> that was about the biggest learning curve to do. So, but the pork butt, I once I learned, you got to cook it to temperature and not a set time. You know, going off. Oh, of sure, every, sure. What everybody says mm. on Google and whatnot. That was that was uh, pretty big. Yeah, and that's that's important. That's part of what we always talk about. You got to experiment. And you got to play around. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes it, your grill might cook higher than somebody else's grill might. So they said, oh, we did this temp for this long. Well, a temp might be true or not true. Even if it might not be working yeah. at that temp, but it still might just heat differently in your unit. So and and. Um, I love the fact that uh, you hit it on the head. You practiced on the pork butts <laughs> before <laughs> you put the, the brisket in there. And that's and I think a lot of people make that mistake is they uh, how many times do we see people selling uh, smokers or flat tops or something that they've used twice but they didn't practice. You yeah. know? They throw that $150 brisket in there and they mess it up and they go, oh, this thing's terrible. I'm putting <laughs> it in the oven. And, Honey, throw it in the oven. I'm done with this mess. We're and, selling this on, Amazon, on Facebook yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so you, you, you really have to practice to get yeah. uh, to get good at it and get the hang of it and you know learn those the hot spots and the cold spots and the, the timing and the temps and all those kind of things. So right. what's, uh, if, you, if you had to say I have a favorite thing to smoke or grill or probably tri-tip. There yeah, you go. like yeah. I, I love a good tri-tip. Um, just started cooking those about a year ago. Okay, and I was like, you know what, this is this is great, and 
it, the reverse sear you get, it, it only takes about 90 minutes. So it's, it's always done because my mom always complains whenever I'm cooking <laughs> a brisket or pork butt, like, is this going to be done at noon? Is this going to be done at noon? I'm like, well, it'll probably be closer to one because, yeah. you know, we're cooking to temp, not time. But. Right. It's almost like you've been to a Sunday fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when are we going to eat? Six. Okay. No, we're going to eat about 7.15, 7.30. Every, it's just like common knowledge now. So I'm getting better. I tell people we're going to eat at 4.30 and that way we're eating by 6.30. There you go. <laughs> Helps a lot. <laughs> for the tri-tip, so you smoke it. Do you smoke it for a period of time, or do you just go right to, right to grilling? I smoke it for about sixty to ninety minutes. Kind of, I usually do it to about one twenty. Okay, and then I pull it off and sear it for about go. three minutes on each side. Nice. That's what I would normally do too. I think, or what I'm learning to do, I should say. We did. We've had a few different contests out here on it, yeah. so we've tried a few different <laughs> ways. To be honest with you, but the tri-tips are good. What do you use for seasoning? I usually just go out to Wistie's and pick up. They they've got them pre-seasoned and it works ah, out pretty go. well. Otherwise. Otherwise, um, I usually do the, I think it's is it Firehouse okay. seasonings, but it's like the, the blackened. I the blackened one? That, yep. Okay. I really like the blackened one if I'm nice. seasoning it myself. Uh, you said something interesting, which is uh, sometimes you buy the pre-seasoned ones. And uh, yeah. I know a lot of uh, purists will say that's not <laughs> real, man. But uh, here's the thing, and we can't stress this enough on this show. Find something you like and go for it. You yeah. know, if you yeah. like, if the pre-season works and you like that flavor and that, that, that you know, result, why make it harder? You know, exactly. work, work smarter, not harder. In Wistie's, their they're tri-tip seasoning, they have the tri-tip brats, they have all the tri-tip burgers. I get that stuff all the time because it tastes delicious. I, I can't. I can't make it, make it myself, so I was like, I, I just have to sell out for that. When you ask a guy what he likes to grill and he says dry top, that tells you a lot about uh, where he's at because uh, I find it, you know, people just starting out, they're like, oh, I really like to do, you know, pulled pork and I do the pork butts and, and it's great, um, but... I think a tri a tri tip I should say is a trickier thing to grill than even a brisket because the brisket it's a timing fact I mean it's just about the time you just got to ride the wave right. but with a tri tip there's so many little nuances and techniques and it's and it's thin you know you can mess yeah. that up easily uh, the the funny thing on our show uh, Rob Rob Clark is with us by the way from KYC Television and uh, the thing we the difference between Stunt and I is he's a low and slow smoker and I'm a hot and fast charcoal guy and that's how we always started and then we. We've kind of morphed together. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't broken down and gone uh, pellet yet for some reason. And I, the reason probably is because I can drive, uh, you know, I can drive eight blocks to Stunt's house or <laughs> above and beyond John's. I mean, there's plenty of opportunities for me to pellet, grill, uh, pellet smoke anything. Um, have you gotten into the flat top world yet? Not into the flat top world. Well, I, I need to start the I've, I've been looking at the 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 Blackstone. The Blackstone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You you have I, members. I mark. got the I went from Sam's Club members yeah. mark, which is great. It works like a workhorse. Yeah. Honestly, I think yours has been great for you. My Blackstone's been great for me. Uh, depends on what you want to spend. I'll tell you this much: if you actually are serious about that, uh, I feel like I've been Shyster. watching prices, and so I can comment on the actual prices. They're yeah. coming down sixty dollars cheaper now on regular at uh, stores than they were just. Beginning right. of the year. Okay. So there's, keep waiting because there's a lot more competition out there now in the flat top world. Uh, do you have a gas grill? No gas gr grill. That's all right. You're okay. You just, <laughs> you be be proud when you say that. It's okay. Uh, well, and the reason I asked is that uh, we talked about this on a show a couple weeks ago. Uh, Weber and a couple other people have introduced flat tops, you know, griddles, where you yeah. put it onto your gas grill. And uh, those are starting to explode. I'm seeing them everywhere all yeah. of a sudden because you've got the best of both worlds and you can uh, you can... You can have one or the other, and you don't take up as much space. And they're pretty, uh, they're pretty slick. But yeah, there's a big competition now in the flat top world, and they're 
They're so handy, though. <laughs> I mean, feels, really, you don't need a propane grill if you have the flat top anyway. At this right. Point. No, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I totally feel agree. like that changes the game for breakfast. Oh, it's, I mean, that's yeah. I yeah. love this guy will do everything on his flat top. And I do quite a bit of stuff. But a breakfast is by far my favorite thing oh, yeah. to do. It is just phenomenal. It's fun to play around, act like you're a short order cook, you know, make believe. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. fine. The thing that uh, we've been talking about doing for a uh, Sunday fun day here coming up once it warms up a little is we want to do uh, a hibachi contest <laughs> where we get where we get two flat tops up there and then everybody sits and we'll take two guys at a time and go head to head and uh, have them do their best hibachi stuff. Yes. And uh, that and the thing about the hibachi, nobody knows this, but with the stir fries and the hibachi zoo and you're doing that on your on your flat top, the ticket, the key that makes it good, you got to cook the rice the day before. You got to have day old rice. That's what really makes it sing. That's true. I believe you. I don't make this stuff up. I'm not a big rice guy, so I'm just gonna go say, yeah, what he said. Oh, rice is amazing, but yeah, it's uh, it's good. breakfast is fun too because when you're by your, you know, if you get up early and the rest of the house is kind of asleep or half awake, and you get out there by yourself, you got your coffee, the sun's up, bang bang <laughs> boom. It's uh, and you can do anything on it, especially if you're year round guy because you. Uh, you don't, the weather is less of an influencer on a flat top than it is on like a charcoal or a gas grill. Um, like if you're going to do steaks, if it's cold or windy, I'll do them on the flat top rather than on the charcoal because you get a more consistent heat source right. as opposed to the wind blowing your flames around and all that good stuff. So yeah, it works out, uh, it works out pretty well. So, uh, all right. So with that in mind, is there anything that you're looking uh, to the future towards? Are you, I mean, are you contemplating flat top or are you looking to do something <laughs> Do you want to build a Can fire I get pit? Commission on a sale someplace <laughs> for you. Can we come and dig a, a hog pit in your backyard or something? <laughs> this year, I'll probably be getting a flat top. Okay. All right. As I was looking at them last year, and I was looking at some of the, I think it was like the pellet grill with the, either propane or the flat top. Those competition. Oh, sure. oh yeah. Grills, but uh, but flat top definitely probably investing in one of those this summer. Yeah, I think I think you'd enjoy it honestly. There's a lot, yeah, because you can do just about anything on there. Um, yeah, I mean, you're doing everything but smoking on a flat top. Really? Yeah, that's about it. It's true. And um, do your do your do your due diligence in your research because there's a, a, a lot of <laughs> options out there. But you'd be surprised, you know, um, a lot of people buy for different reasons. And we had a guest in here one time who talked about getting a flat top. And he said, I, I love the Blackstone, but the drip tray is in the back. And where I put it next to my camper, uh, I didn't like that. So I looked at a different, I think he had a Charbroil, yeah. which you can get. Uh, Charbroil has. Uh, Charbroil or Menards. Has, has one up in the like front left. Yeah, Menards has them. Actually has a really good buy in those two right now. It's a great looking item. It, they really are. They work hard. I would, only thing I would say if I was going to recommend a, a, bla- a flat top to anybody is, don't get the ceramic top. I was just going to say the cast it. iron. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want that. You want that cast iron, or I think some of them are uh, uh, steel. But it's it's, yeah. it's it's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah, stay away from the ceramic because it doesn't. It just doesn't do the same thing. It doesn't season right. It doesn't do any of those. Same and that's things, and that's you know? it's and that's usually a, a well, not film. But what do you want to call that? A, it's like a veneer. It's a, a ve- extra, yeah. It's a layer. It's on a there. layer on there, and that could chip off eventually. I would never just would trust it. I don't know if that's just my yeah. old old school ways there, but. You're typic- I think I could be wrong. I think you're gonna you're gonna typically pay more for that, uh, that for the ceramic for, top for that ceramic as well. And it's it's just trying to make it Don't look fancy. It. Do you have any uh, anything you want to cook this summer that you're like thinking I want to plan for, want to schedule for? Um, not really. Okay. Um, I am thinking though about. I know we were talking about the flat tops and everything, but the uh, the Kamado Joe. That's that's one that I've been looking at. You like one of those too. That? I am, but I, I don't know if that's something. I know it's going to take a lot more time, patience, and 
It'd be like a like a regular smoker. I mean, like a charcoal smoker and offset kind of where you have to take the time to build the fire and let it get set up and go. I mean, that's right. Right. I'm not sure exactly. We have one here at the station that we get to use, right. uh, and we enjoy using it. But it's definitely a different. It's a, it's different yet than everything else. It's a complete because uh, I've used our Kamado Joe here at the station once or twice, um, and. As a charcoal guy who's been charcoal, I mean, I was anti-gas grill forever. Right. And uh, when I went on the Kamado Joe, it was completely different than what I expected. I was expecting, like, charcoal. And it's not. It's like a charcoal oven that's really hot. Yeah, <laughs> so, it gets really hot. It gets really hot. I'll give them, cro- I'll give them props. That when, it, when you set it to whatever temp you get to where you want it to be, it will hold it right there for a, quite a long oh, time. Okay. So it yeah. is a, it's a great piece of machinery, but it's uh, it just takes a little bit more of a learning curve, I think. Like, I think, for example, I think it would be easier to do a brisket in a Kamado green egg style than it would yeah. be like on a on a Weber kettle. Yeah. You know, just because of the way it holds the heat and maintains the heat uh, is brilliant, really, the way they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a different style, you know, and everybody's kind of got their own their own thing and their own style for what they do and what they like to do. So Yeah. Which would be nice because I don't want to have to always add be adding charcoal and whatnot. That, that was one thing I'd like that wasn't the, fun on the, yeah. on the on the Weber when you did that. Yeah. yeah, I I did a brisket last summer on the on the charcoal on the Weber kettle just for the fun of it, and it turned out to be I was like, because you know you everybody has to deal with this, but you, when you hit that uh, when you hit that stall on a brisket, and when yeah. uh, we were on the charcoal, and I was like. Move it right along, babe. This is going to be easy. <laughs> and then pretty soon it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's like, um, you want me to just order a pizza? We'll have Sunday, the, we'll have the brisket was three tomorrow. days ago. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it's, there's, a, there's definitely a learning curve there. But it's fun, though, because I love the – one of the things I think that's kept me personally away from the pellet is uh, – the, I don't want to say set it and forget it, but yeah, it's a set it and forget it. I love the standing out there over the charcoal and adding some and moving them around and doing your thing. And, you know, I'm grilling. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Everybody stand back. I'm grilling over here. You know, so you just, you feel a little more hands on, I guess, would be there. I would agree with that. I, I do love the fact you can set it and forget it and then just worry about the food and the right. pellet. Right. But uh, playing with the charcoal, when now that I've had that for a few times, making steaks yeah. and stuff, oh, it's been fun, though. It yeah. really is. Do either of you That's have an offset? That. Not yet, no. no. Yeah, see, I was I was hell-bent to get an offset, and then, of all people, my wife talked me into the flat top, and I'm really glad she did, because uh, she found all these. Before we even bought one, she's like, well, I know you were talking about it, uh, but then I joined all these Facebook groups, and I see all these <laughs> recipes. Like, the first thing, most people get a flat top, the first thing they do is what? Breakfast. Oh, breakfast or smash burgers. Oh, or smash burgers, oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I have not done a smash burger yet. <laughs> I'm but a, you guys have done so much. Well, yeah, when the, yeah, when he got the flat top, this was basically the fat uh, the flat top show, not the barbecue show. Right. <laughs> that's was. what it was for like three weeks of all the things you guys were cooking because it was every night just it doing was. something. It was the first segment we did for uh, for your station for uh, Cato Living was oh, we right. did we did on the flat yeah. top yep. with those sandwiches, those sliders that's for the right. Vikings game, and they were uh, amazing. But the first thing we did was so elaborate, I can't believe it. That, <laughs> that was what we chose to take on. But we did this pineapple stir fry dish where oh, you wow. take whole pineapples and cut them in half. And then dice up the pineapple that's inside, and then we did this big stir fry with I don't know, I had steak and shrimp and everything. <laughs> but then what you do is you put it into little piles, and you take the hollowed out half a pineapple and use that as a cover to steam everything in there. Oh. And so then it kind of cooks the pineapple a little, and then you serve it in the pineapple bowl. 
I'll tell you what, it was very fancy. Then <laughs> <laughs> we got little umbrellas. We put them in the iced tea for everybody. It was great. It was a great, great time. Yeah, it was fun. But <laughs> the whole point is that you're gonna you're gonna be blown away at what you can do with it for sure. So um, we're trendsetters here, or we're trend uh, interceptors. We love to foresee trends before they start. Yeah, we love to think we do anyway. Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. Uh, so here's my trend that I think is going to happen. We're, we're The, the flat top's going to graduate slowly. It's already yep. gone now to a, a flat top you can set on your existing propane grill. The next thing that's going to happen is people are going to go, well, propane is kind of a pain. What if I had an electric flat top? Oh, that would be kind of cool. You mean cool. like the Ninja that's out now? Yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, and then now what's going to happen is people are going to go, well, the Ninja's great, and I like the electric because it's handy, but it's outside all the time. What if I could make a countertop version of this that I could keep in my kitchen? And then we start all over again in 1956. Because <laughs> when I first brought up a flat top, my wife's like, we have a griddle. It's underneath the uh, sink in that uh, cupboard. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, we do. Never mind. It's not the same, though. It it's really not. isn't. It really isn't. No. And here's my here's my ticket. If you're listening and you're in the uh, flat top industry, uh, instead of the loop like you have on the kitchen, uh, uh, you know, they have that heating element makes a big circle yeah. around yep. your griddle. Yep. Zigzag back and forth so that you have a more consistent heat source across the entire surface. Bang, and then you could move the griddle right into the kitchen. Boom. I like how you just completely solved that for them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll, I'm sure I'll get a commission. I'm sure it's in the mail. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for it. So, Rob Clark, thanks for joining us today, man. It was a pleasure. Uh, you're welcome back anytime. We'd love to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, listen, when you get home, don't forget to experiment and have fun. And fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show Hashtag. with Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. 